if you just look at the Super Bowl alone. On the low end, it's estimated to generate about $230 million to our local business community. On the high end, that could be upward of $475 million. So it's impossible to overstate how important having the Super Bowl is going to be in helping us reinvigorate our local economy. This is The Playbook. I'm so excited. I have Adam Burke here. He's president and CEO of the Los Angeles Tourism and Convention Board. Welcome to The Playbook, Adam. Thanks, Dave. It's great to be here. Your job, your occupation, the activity you get paid for has never been more important than today. And meaning that we have a Super Bowl coming up in just a few days. And that may be the biggest event that ever occurs in the world for a city. What type of impact does it, everyone knows the TV impact. Sure. Which does have some impact, by the way, in tourism, I am sure, as a living commercial for 12 hours on TV on every channel. Yeah. But beyond that, what type of impact does it really have on tourism, on the convention world, of course, on our economic development? Yeah, so I'll tell you, one of the reasons I'm so excited about this, what a lot of people may not know, Los Angeles Tourism is actually a nonprofit organization. And we have the privilege, and to your point, the fun, of being the official tourism promotion agency for Los Angeles. So we get to promote our city of angels all around the world. Um, obviously, it's been a rough couple of years, but tourism has always been one of the major economic drivers for LA, and events like the Super Bowl are really gonna help us write our comeback story here in LA. So you asked about economic impact. If you just look at the Super Bowl alone, on the low end, it's estimated to generate about $230 million to our local business community. On the high end, that could be upward of $475 million. But then when you kind of take a step back and you talk about tourism broadly, in 2019, it was one of the leading drivers of our local economy in L.A. We actually had 544,000 Angelinos who were employed in tourism-related careers. And visitors, and this is just astonishing, visitors generated $35 billion dollars in sales to our local community. So it's impossible to overstate how important having the Super Bowl is gonna be in helping us reinvigorate our local economy. It's amazing too, just the exposure to the weather. People forget, you know, I was born in the Midwest and always tell my mom that I'll never have anything but great things to say because when you were nine, you moved me to Southern California and I went to college in LA and I would tell my friends, even with the properties that yep. I have, I'm like, when you walk outside, you're in Cleveland. When I walk outside, I'm in Los Angeles. And now with Airbnb, VRBO, that we have temporary citizens of Los Angeles that are impacted or exposed to what we're doing here. And it's not just the weather. It's this red carpet ready city that as much as we're ready for the Super Bowl, I've lived here almost my whole life. I love the fact that on a Tuesday night, there's a movie premiere in the city yeah. or some other, there's all types of different things going yeah. on that nowhere else in the country and sometimes even the world, there's this much available. Well, first I gotta say, I'm, I'm a native Chicagoan by birth. So this is you my adoptive cold. home. <laughs> yeah, I get cold, I get winter. It's funny, you know, our son is uh, in DC in college. And I realized this is his first winter ever in his life. And he called me about a week and a half ago. He said, Dad, it's 20 degrees. I said, yeah, <laughs> what, what were you expecting? Um, but you know, this is my adoptive home of 30 years. I love the fact that we're sitting here, you know, a week out from the Super Bowl 
and we've got beautiful outdoor weather. You know, I mean, that, that is huge. But I think you're right. One of the other things, this is one of the most exciting cities I've ever been. I've traveled extensively around the world for work. And there is always something new and innovative and exciting happening in LA. And you use the term red carpet ready. I think that's totally appropriate because between award season and these major events, there's always something happening. And I mean, particularly relevant to your show, Dave, you know, we're in the middle of this unprecedented run of major sporting events. I don't think a destination has ever had the kind of decade we're right in the middle of right now. And it's so true. And beyond just the sporting events, there's been new facilities that have been built here, not just SoFi, which is an incredible, probably the world's best stadium. But I went to the Rolling Stones concert here. And I will tell you, Mick Jagger is incredible. But beyond that, the sound in this stadium is unparalleled. And what that means with the YouTube arena next door, and you know, I'm a corporate speaker, we're thinking yeah. about having a speaker series there. And then you have what's going on in the basketball with the Clippers and the convention center. Does it ever get overwhelming that there's too many things and too many opportunities for people here? You know, you know I guess I would call that a good problem to have. Um, I think part of what I love about LA is the fact that we do have such incredible new product coming on constantly. I mean, even during the past couple of years, a great example is look at where we are with SoFi Stadium to finally have a Super Bowl with a stadium full of fans in this state of the art facility is incredible. But it's as you said, look at things like the Academy Museum of Motion Pictures that just opened last September. You know, that celebrates the art and magic of movie making in a way that I've never seen. My wife and I went there for our anniversary weekend. We thought, well, we'll allow half a day. We made it through maybe a third of the museum because there's just so much to see. Um, and all of the other things you talked about. So what I, one of the things I love about L.A. is this mix of old and new. You know, you've got things like Story Chavez Ravine. <laughs> you know, like to me, the, the perfect metaphor for the past two years is Kirk Gibson's walk off Homer in 88. Because you think about what we've been through, he shouldn't even have been playing. And all of a sudden, there's this comeback moment. And I feel like that's the moment we're living through right now. It's that we gutted it out, and now it's time for the comeback. Um, so, you know, when I, when I think about L.A., yeah, we have all of these options. But the good news is we're not a one-and-done destination. We want you to come back time and time again to experience all the new restaurants, all the new museums, all the beautiful outdoor attractions. Everything there is, you can come here and never have the same experience twice. And what I love about it, too, coming from being Warren Moon's business partner, who's from a native Los Angeles, yeah. right? The MVP of the Rose Bowl, you know, just an incredible icon and working with Jackie Robinson and doing that statue at UCLA. There's so many different things. That's the point of Los Angeles. There's something for everyone. Yeah. And there's almost, like I said, too much for everyone. But there, you know, besides, I think, Lebanon, it's the only place where you can literally ski the same day you can skydive on the way down and then surf in the afternoon um, to give you the natural types of things that you can do. There literally is something for everyone. But in order to accommodate that, we have to have the infrastructure. And, you know, living here, I've seen some incredible growth when it comes to public transportation, the airport. What are some of the things that you're doing to accommodate all these amazing tourists that are coming here? Well, I'll tell you, as an Angelino and as someone who looks forward to welcoming the world back to L.A., I love the fact that LAX is in the middle of a $14 billion modernization. It's incredible. It's the largest public works project, project in the country. 
it is going to completely transform the experience at LAX, where it will be one of the world's premier facilities. You know, so for those of us who travel in and out of LAX with some frequency, there's going to be an automated people mover, and the foundation's already laid. They've been able to accelerate the pace of the capital improvements that will get people seamlessly between terminals, but also to off-site airport parking, off-site rent-a-car center. So all of the traffic that's historically been in the loop, that'll be gone. But it also is things like investing in technology, like biometrics to get you through the airport more quickly. It's going to be an incredible experience. And they've actually, you know, again, by the end of 23, we will have the automated people mover done. We'll have a direct metro connection so you can get right off at LAX and take a train right downtown. Um, that level of investment is just remarkable. And beyond that, you look at things like I always look when, you know, they always say when you're looking at moving into a neighborhood, look where they're building a Whole Foods in a Home Depot. <laughs> For me, it's where do I see hotel developers putting their investment? And it's amazing. We added more than 2,000 hotel rooms last year. And that's because developers see the incredible long-term potential of Los Angeles. So the other part of infrastructure you mentioned is Metro. They continue to dramatically expand their route map. So it's easier than ever to get around LA car free. And it doesn't even account the enormous amount of Airbnbs and VRBOs that exist as well. Exactly. Which will be a future homestead for tourism, of course. Now, specific to the Super Bowl, there's all types of extraordinary events that are going on. Uh, and that also now has an infrastructure to it. And you have some creative things in the development of using our own people here to support all the money and all the fun that's coming in, but also transporting people from the stadium to all the different tourist attractions and events that are going on. Yeah, I mean, honestly, Dave, we're, we're so grateful for the partnership with SoFi Stadium and Hollywood Park, with the Rams, with the LA Sports and Entertainment Commission, the NFL. Everyone has been working so wonderfully together to make sure, first of all, that this is an incredibly safe Super Bowl. I think that's something people are top of mind. We've been incredibly responsible about that. But beyond that, we're doing things to make sure that people can get out and explore L.A. while they're here. A good example from a Los Angeles tourism perspective, we put together a complimentary Super Bowl guide. So there's the official game guide. But then we put together a Los Angeles tourism Super Bowl guide you can just go to discoverlosangeles.com slash Super Bowl, and it's a whole series of three-day itineraries so that you can get out and explore all these incredible neighborhoods. Um, what SoFi has done is from three hours prior to kickoff all the way to 90 minutes post-game, they're going to have a complimentary shuttle every eight minutes that'll go directly from the stadium to a nearby metro stop. So it's incredibly easy to get around and explore. And so whether you want an itinerary that's you know sports-themed, whether you want something that's culinary-themed, arts and culture, it's all there on the website and you can develop the itinerary that's perfect for you. And restaurants, you mentioned culinary. Uh, it's, a, you know, growing up in Southern California, it's so extraordinary the difference between the choices and the quality of food in Los Angeles compared to anywhere else within 100 to 200 miles. I, I don't know what happens to Chinese food or deli when it leaves Los Angeles or pizza, but you know anyone that has lived outside of Los Angeles will tell you the exact same thing. Oh, we got to drive to LA to go to this restaurant. What impact is it going to have on the restauranteurs uh, not just in the short term during the Super Bowl, but building the awareness and that loyal uh, that that loyal engagement that really is necessary for a restaurant to thrive. Yeah, you know it's hugely important. I don't, I don't think there's any sector that was more devastated by the pandemic than our restaurants and bars. 
So anything we can do to help them get back on their feet. Now, now I will tell you, to your point about food in L.A., man, we we actually got in a little bit of a you know shouting war because the New York Times, not the L.A. Times, the New York Times wrote that L.A. now has the best bagels. And you can really? imagine the uproar <laughs> that created. Um, but you're right. I mean, part of it is L.A. is one of the most diverse places on the planet. You know, Angelinos come from 140 different countries. We speak over 220 different languages. So that's reflected in this incredible, innovative culinary community where you get these flavors and tastes you don't find anywhere else. But you were talking about, you know, what is it about L.A.? So one of the things a lot of people don't know is that Los Angeles Tourism runs the Dine L.A. program, which pre-pandemic had become the largest restaurant week events in the country. You know, typically we'd have over 400 restaurants. And we had a panel for our 10-year anniversary, people like Susan Feniger, David Lefebvre, Roy Choi. We said, you know, well, why L.A.? What's different? And what they said was a few things. They said one thing is, for a long time, L.A. was the culinary underdog. You know, L.A. was just not making the top of foodies lists. And it became this source of collective pride. And what they said is, you know, unlike some other destinations where, you know, the restaurateurs are kind of out for blood to kill each other, here it's, we're all in this together because we're the underdog. And it's created this incredible community where they've all kind of lifted it up. And as a result, now L.A. is on the top of every foodies list. But the other thing they said is it's the availability of produce, of fresh goods. They said what they can create here in L.A. because of access to that, they can be more creative with their dishes here than just about anywhere in the world. One other thing that I love is all the different culture. Yeah. And the concerts here, by the way, the music is obvious, right? Movies, music, et cetera, yeah. in California. We're known for that. That's yeah. the red carpet ready. But one of the things I think people may not know comparatively to New York, we talked about the culinary advancements, yep. is the arts. And what we have here museum-wise and other exhibits that exist, what are some of the things that people may not know about Los Angeles and our cultural art exhibits and museums? That's a great question, Dave, because I think that's one of the best kept secrets about LA. What most people don't know is Los Angeles actually has more museums and performing arts venues than any city in the U.S. More than New York. Yep, more than New York. And I think people would be really surprised to hear that. But if you think about it, number one, it's just because of the diversity of the city. If you think about it, it's not just things like the Broad, the Getty. We also have this incredible street art scene. You know, street art and these gorgeous murals, whether it be in the arts district, that's a, such a uniquely L.A. thing. Um, actually, for people who want to extend their stay after the Super Bowl, Freeze Art is coming back, and it's going to bring 100 of the world's top galleries to the Los Angeles area. So, you know, whether it be live performance at the Music Center, these incredible new entries like the Academy Museum, we're going to have the Lucas Museum of Narrative Art in a year or two. Wow. It, there is just so much happening from an arts and cultural perspective that celebrates every part of our community. And I think that's one of the most fun things as a local is getting out and exploring and learning more about our own community. Well, I'll tell you this. They do say that uh, not everybody can afford to live in California, let alone Los Angeles, but you certainly can afford to come and visit. That's what I love about it. So, And now there's so much going on, red carpet ready, something for everyone. There has to be a few things, you know, I don't know if it's cornhole, pickleball or something else that's going on that yep. I don't even know about. What are some of the hotter new trends within Los Angeles for tourists, you know, that are coming here that the average person that is only thinking Super Bowl yep. should check out? So, so I'm going to answer it two different ways. So the first thing, Dave, is, you know, a lot of people may not realize I actually went back and looked at this because it, it occurred to me as I was preparing for you know today's interview. 
If you go back to 2017, between 2017 and 2022, LA will have hosted the All-Star Game for every professional sport league, except for Pro Bowl, but we got this little game coming up next week, yeah. right? So starting with NHL in 2017, all the way through MLB in 2022, we will have hosted every All-Star Game. Beyond that, the Super Bowl, again, major event, but as part of this incredible decade of sports. So in 23, we've got the College Football Playoff National Championship game. We've got the U.S. Men's Open out at L.A. Country Club. You know, we've got the uh, Rugby Series 7s. If you go to 24, we've got the West NCAA Men's Regional Championship. And then you go out things like 26, we're a host city under consideration for the FIFA World Cup and then the Olympics and Summer Olympics. So just... You know, the old expression, I'd rather be lucky than smart. <laughs> to have that kind of roster, there's going to be a global spotlight on L.A. for the next decade, and the timing couldn't be better. Um, in terms of trends, I mean, you hit on one of the big ones. I mean, you know, particularly because of weather here and because there were already so many tennis courts that could easily be repurposed for, for pickleball, pickleball has exploded out here. So I think that probably is more on trend than just about anything else. In fact, um, you know, Cameron, who does the on-air for the Rams, she actually is a uh, former professional volleyball player. And because of injury, she's now transitioned to pickleball. You've got some very serious athletes. So whether you're just starting out for recreation, all the way to serious competitors, you're, you're right on trend. Pickleball is the thing right now. And the other amazing thing that I do and I don't ever ignore is that it's one of the few places in America you can get in the water all year long. We get into the 70s, even the 80s, while the rest of the country is freezing. And, you know, I and that never want to ignore because I have so much family in the Midwest that will come here to visit. And I take it for granted. You know, I take it for yeah. granted when my son, who I n never forget, we had a rain, like a real rain, not not a sprinkle, but a real rain. Yeah. And he looked at me and he said, Dad, I didn't know it rained like it this year. And he was four. That shows you the type of weather that we have that accommodates all these extraordinary things that we can do. Um, what are you, last question, what are you most personally excited about? With the Super Bowl coming up in a few days, what really excites you as the head of tourism and convention here in Los Angeles? You know, honestly, Dave, the thing that just gets me totally amped, it's been a rough two years, but tourism is part of the fabric of our community. You know, having visitors from all over the world come here, it's what makes LA LA. There's a vibrancy to it. It comes alive. So the idea that we're able to start looking forward again and talking about welcoming the world back to LA, that's what gets me excited. And I think the most direct part of that is I want to see our friends, our neighbors, our family members. I want to see them all get back to work. So to me, that's the biggest thing is these type of global events like Super Bowl, it's what's going to help us write the comeback story for LA. And it will. And I know we were joking earlier as both of us, especially me being such a huge Chargers fan, I was dreaming about since they had the home team playing last year, I was dreaming about two home teams playing the Chargers and Rams. But nonetheless, it may be more beneficial for us in Los Angeles to have those outside teams, especially the cold weather ones that have never <laughs> experienced a beautiful stadium like this the best in the world with the best people and the best things to do it's red carpet ready it's for everyone thank you adam burke i appreciate you coming here